Welcome to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know on what's happening in Orange, Lake, Osceola, and Seminole counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, or make wine. Visit www.cfhb.org. Now, here's your host, Mike Kara. Well, welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, as today we are at Sun Creek uh, Brewing, um, at Sun Creek Brewery at 790 West Mineola Avenue in beautiful downtown Claremont, Florida, as we are continuing our look at some awesome uh, craft breweries. With me today is Bill Downs from uh, Sun Creek, who is the uh, owner and lead brewer. And Bill, it's a pleasure on you could join me today. We really truly do appreciate you talking about your brewery and all the great craft beer you have. Now, first of all, I understand that you've been around for a while. I mean, you, I, I think I've seen you at beer festivals. I mean, Sun Creek has been around and the tap room is new. Is that kind of it? Can you tell us how that all works? Uh, yeah, about four years ago we had the idea to do this. Okay. So we started working towards that goal. We had a few, um, a few locations that didn't work out. So once we came and saw this spot in October of 2016, I think that was the uh, date for the month we decided on downtown Claremont. And we've been working towards getting this building, as you see it, uh, ever since. So we want to talk a little bit first about out this building, which is unique because you have your area here, but you also have two other independent businesses and restaurants, and they mesh together. Was that kind of by design? Did all you guys get together and say, we're going to do this? Well, we were the first ones, and once uh, people uh, knew we were actually going to come in here, we had a bunch of other, we had a bunch of people contact us at that point and then asked to you know be included. Okay, so for you, how did you actually get the idea of uh, you know starting a craft brewery? I mean, for you, were you a home brewer? Is that is, is that something? And you decided to take it to the next level, or how did that work? Yeah, since I've been about uh, since I was twenty years old, I discovered that they would in Pennsylvania, where I'm from, they would sell you the ingredients to make beer before they'd sell you beer. Oh, so, wow! So, and I actually was living at the time uh, about ten blocks from uh, Yingling. The only oh, brewery, okay. the oldest brewery in America. Yeah. And so I've taken a tour, you know, I think probably, you know, dozen, well, at least dozens of times. And, and that's where the idea came from. But the laws were such back then that um, it really wasn't financially uh, viable to actually do an independent small brewery because you couldn't have a tap room like we have here now. Right. Uh, so I moved to Florida for on uh, with a job offer. I'm uh, an IT director by trade. So we uh, moved down here and... Homebrewed here and there over the last, say, 15 years, and I said about 14 years ago when we saw uh, what was going on in the area, we decided to get serious about it. So that's that's how we, between then and now, this is what we got. <laughs> and these recipes that you have now, the beers you sell now, are these ones that you came came up with originally? Are they new recipes? or? Uh, the the ones we have here on tap now, they're kind of the oldest recipes we have oh, since... Uh, since we started uh, with our small batch system four years ago. Um, the stuff I did back in you know college, they were mostly kits, brown ales. I think everybody brews a brown ale initially or you know something like that. It wasn't it was more just following directions at that point. So it wasn't until we got a, a nice system we could you know, test batch on that we actually started playing around recipes and things like that. 
and we see your system here. Unfortunately, since it's radio, we, we, you know, our audience can't, but it seems like it, it's a pretty big system. I mean, when you started, or I, I don't know, it looks big to me, but when you started, is that the size you wanted, or how did you come up with how much you know, beer you were going to you know, brew? Well, that, that system was designed to fit this space. Oh, okay, so it's, customized. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a very large 7-barrel, or you can call it a very small 10. It really just okay. depends on on what beers are brewing and how much yield we're going to get out of it. But it is uh, oversized 4.7. And so on certain beers, or certain beers will probably yield about eight, eight to nine barrels out of it instead of seven. But we should get at least seven out of every batch. So it looked like a little bit earlier that the guys were, were, were brewing. Is that, that true? Or, I mean, what were they, were they doing uh, there just a little while ago? Were they getting, like, the grain in? Or? No, right now we're, uh, we're cleaning the system up. Oh, cleaning yeah, the system. Yeah, we're preparing for our first brew. Our, our boiler is just about installed, and uh, we... Probably in about 10 days we should be brewing. That's the one that thing, uh, Bill, that as a home brewer, when you have to clean everything, everything that the beer touches. So I'm sure in something like a, a commercial business of this size, cleaning is so important. Huh? I, I'm sure any brewer would, would agree that we're about 90% janitor. Yeah. So yeah. It's, that's pretty much what we do is clean all the time. So as far as the different varieties of beer, how do you kind of decide? I mean, is there a formula like I'm going to have so many IPAs, so many light beers, so many porters? Is there a certain formula? You have to have a nice blend of beers on tap? We like to have a lot of, really, at least represent most of the popular styles. And then Claremont, we've been open for about five months now, and we just judging by the the consumption of what we have and for guest taps we kind of get an idea what claremont's looking for for beers so we, we have a lot of good data now to, to see what we're going to brew what we won't brew so much of and uh and any new recipes we want to we want to develop are going to go towards those uh, those sets that set of data you know what people want we we, we can't tell them what kind of beer they're right. going to like but we can uh, try to guide them right. towards styles that they may not be uh, uh familiar with and now, of course, I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Uh, my dad actually loves the dark beers. He loves the stout. He loves the heavy beers. I like the light beers. So uh, you have a, a, a lot of uh, good light beers here, too? <laughs> well, I wouldn't call them light beers. As light far, enough. <laughs> yeah, if you're saying calorie count. Uh, but we have ones that are lower in ABV. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it, the, and we also have some dark beer, beers that are low and high in alcohol, depending on what you're looking for. So that's that's the thing, and that's neat, Bill, that you said that you could actually, you know, take statistics from what people uh, like, then uh, you could see what, I mean, is there a certain type of beer that, that Claremont really prefers, or it, it, it could even vary from day to day, huh? Uh, we're, we're discovering that Claremont really likes dark beers. We're, oh. we're seeing a lot of uh, interest in them, and uh, high alcohol beers, people are really interested in those as well. And we notice, Bill, you're by the uh, lake here. So, I mean, have you capitalized on that? You've got beer's name like, well, this is, so this is Lake Apopka or Lake Claremont? Or? That's Lake Mineola. Mi- lake Mineola, yeah. okay. So you got like a Lake Mineola beer? Or? Not yet. We're, we're, we, we're pretty much brewing the beers we plan to brew, but we'll have a few local-inspired beers coming soon for sure. Oh, so you mentioned about guest taps. So is that something that you you try to do? And where do these guest taps come from then? Well, we uh, from our distributors, okay, uh, we okay. we go through the list and we pick beers we think the locals would like. And then uh, using the data we've had since over the past five months, we know kind of what beers will fly here and which ones won't. But we go through 
a pretty decent amount of beer, so we think we have the right formula right now. But it, it's always changing. As the seasons change, the beer lists will change a little bit. So you mentioned that Claremont kind of likes their dark beers. So does that mean you, you have more dark beers on tap? Or, again, you try to balance balance it out? Well, you typically always have a porter and a uh, stout. And then we might have one or two extra of each, but it might be a different style of stout. It might be a sweet stout or a, something high in ABV. So I'm assuming, Bill, that you kind of like to rotate different beers. I mean, I'm sure there's standard beers that you definitely will have all the time, and then there's beers that you could try to rotate out. Is that how it works? There's uh, a couple on that we've had since the day we opened, and then there's uh, there's probably four or five of them, and then the other 11 or 12 are, are they rotate it out, depending on availability, too. Sometimes the distributor doesn't have that particular beer, so we'll try another style or another... Uh, another kind of beer of that style so we if someone's looking for a porter and we couldn't get the porter they used to we'll bring in a new one maybe they'll like that oh so porter is, is pretty popular so you brew a porter and you bring in other porters then or oh we don't we've brewed a uh a chocolate milk stout here in a okay. small batch but all our porters have been brought okay, in from the distributor all but, brought, brought in. but we will we will brew one as soon as we're able to okay so you mentioned about the chocolate milk stout again my, my dad and i know a lot of people love the, that uh, stuff and it's okay okay but you you then have a certain blend certain form you don't have to reveal anything but i mean <laughs> you you found a recipe that that works for you then yeah i mean we we start out with with basic um uh, I say common recipes, and right. then we, we change them to our style. I think that's how most brewers go. I mean, most brewers will have the same ingredients and up to a point in a style of beer, and then that's that's where the creativity comes in, where you do it the, the other, say, 15% of that beer, you know, what you can add to it to make it yours and to make it you know, the way you want it. So, Bill, you mentioned about the chocolate stout. Do you have you used chocolate in any other beers? Is there any purpose for ch- chocolate in any other beer types? Or uh, we don't use actual like you know bar chocolate, or we don't melt chocolate down. We use okay. uh, cocoa cocoa nibs, or uh, okay. there's a, um, a liquefied cacao we use that oh. is a little bit easier to handle. Uh, it's aseptic, so it's, it's it's safer for the beer. So we use that a lot now. And then uh, we just did a beer with toasted marshmallow in it, so that was pretty good. Yeah. Wow! So the, the toasted uh, marshmallow that that works uh, pr- pretty pretty good. I mean, you toast the the marshmallow and then you mi- you mi- mix it in at the end. Or uh, we actually used a uh, an ad- it's basically an additive to it uh, oh, okay. that it was uh, marshmallows are basically sugar. So that's yeah. what we did: some flavored sugar, basically. Okay, uh, Bill, we're going to take a quick break, and and we will be back, and we'll talk a little bit more about your Pacific uh, beers here. Uh, We are here at uh, Sun Creek uh, Brewery and a beautiful downtown uh, Claremont at 790 West Mineola Avenue. Again, a beautiful Claremont, uh, Florida, right next to the uh, Lake uh, Mineola. And with me today is uh, Bill Downs who is the owner and a lead uh, brewer from Sun Creek Brewery, as we are featuring Sun Creek Brewery for our feature on craft beers of Central Florida. You are listening to the Mike Carroll Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, and please catch us for our next segment of this edition of our program today. 
Well, welcome back to our next segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, as today we are at Sun Creek Brewery at 790 West Mineola Avenue in beautiful downtown Claremont, actually next to Lake Mineola in Claremont, uh, Florida, as we are featuring another great craft brewery, Sun Creek uh, brewery in Claremont, and with me today is Bill Downs, uh, who is uh, lead br- br- brewer as well as uh, owner of Sun Creek uh, Brewery. And uh, Bill, we want to talk about. We've been kind of talking about Pacific uh, beers, but first of all, why don't you, if you don't mind, kind of take us through some of the beers? So we were talking about you know light beers, so. Let's start on that end of the spectrum. So what is kind of like your your lighter beer, like we said, you know, ABVs at that point? Yeah. Uh, probably our introductory or gateway beer would be our Blondale. It's called Save the Blonde. Oh. Uh, it's a very uh, uh, kind of a simple beer for people who are more towards the you know, macro breweries like the Bud Lights, Miller Lights. Uh, it's not... The calorie count's a little higher, but it's also a little more flavorful than, than you would find in, in your traditional macro brewery type beer. And that's if somebody says, you know, they don't drink craft beer or they, they're not familiar with it, that's the beer we'll give them first. And that usually works out pretty well. Then they go on to other styles. We also have a, uh, a Hefeweizen that um, we're calling like an American Hefeweizen, a little less on the clove and the banana flavoring. Uh, it's more approachable to some people who, um, who again, may, maybe would like the Blondale, but the Hefe, a, a, tr- a traditional Hefeweizen might be a little bit too much for them. So they're kind of our two, uh, we call them gateway beers that we, we have right now. And then what would you say comes af- after that then? Uh, we have an a IPA called Sun Squishy. Okay. It's a very juicy, citrusy IPA, uh, smooth bitterness. Uh, you're going to get a, little, a lot of floral, a lot oh. on the nose. And uh, that's a 7% beer, so oh. it's a, definitely a little higher than the other two. And it's a it's a great IPA for those people who who think IPAs are just bitter and that's all they know them as. So, yeah, that would be kind of good good for me too. So you mentioned the citrus flavor. So does that actually come? Because I'm, I'm sometimes it comes from the hops. Does it actually? You put hops. Uh, yeah, you, it's the hops. Though. Yeah, we use a lot of citra hops in that. Okay, and so it's actually a, a real a, a, a lot of citra in that, and that oh. uh, that's what gives it its flavor and its its uh, aroma. Okay, and then after that, uh, do we get like into uh, stouts, or, or, or what would come like then after that as we get, get you know more stronger beer? Then, uh, well, if we don't necessarily say strong okay. in, in a in a, it isn't all alcohol to us. We could have beers that are very bitter or very uh, uh, hoppy, right, Without right. necessarily being high in alcohol, yeah. Uh, we have an end-run pale ale that'll be in here next week. That's sort of that middle road beer okay. that people like. Um, we have actually have several IPAs that we have that are based off the original, you know, Sun Squishy recipe. So we'll develop, you know, different hot profiles and things like that. We are developing a um, sort of like a very sessionable IPA that's um, very low in ABV for a, for an IPA and just something you can kind of drink outside in the heat and not not get too. Not get too affected by it, you know, stuff like that. And we also have a New England IPA, uh, which is not bitter at all. It's very uh, juicy, uh, very cloudy by design. And that's a beer that a lot of people who don't like IPAs also will like because, you know, you don't get that bitterness on the back of the palate. You get a a nice aroma from it. And uh, some of them have the appearance of orange juice, and some of them kind of taste like it. But it's mostly from the hops that you get that flavor. Oh, 
So then when we get into like, uh, you know, stouts or we, we get into the, like I said, I get, I get, again, like you said, it's hard to say what's strong, what's, uh, I guess we could say powerful, but again, you know, that's subjective too. Yeah. But the stouts is, is, is kind of like as far as calorie wise, as far as being full, that's something. Yeah. Huh? yeah our chocolate milk stout is based off a regular stout recipe, right. uh, which is, uh, it can also be a just a milk style which has lactose in it. So it's there's you can get three stouts out of one recipe. Just keep adding to it. Oh, so like we were saying that you have a variety of uh, these different uh, craft beers, and uh, you know we mentioned that you know some come and go, and then is there like well let let's take like something like Christmas or the holiday season. Do you have like a seasonal? beer like for that season that you, you bring in special or yeah we're gonna have a uh so like a spice beer they're gonna have for christmas we're also gonna in the summertime well getting towards fall we'll be brewing a lager oh. so we can have some for Oktoberfest. and uh but for christmas our russian imperial stout will be out uh that we're gonna barrel age that mm. and um and probably do a bottle release for that closer to the, to the colder weather once we get back into that again so now, speaking of uh, bottles, then, you know, you can enjoy the craft beer here, but then you do bottle and you do distribute beyond the tap room. then? We haven't started distributing yet. That'll probably be something we're going to get into in the summertime. Okay. Uh, we're going to get worried about getting our, our system up and running and stable. Then we'll worry about distribution. Uh, we do sell some packages to go, like um, they're called uh, Crowlers or oh, can, yeah. 30, 32 ounce yeah. cans that we see right on, right on premise. And we also have uh, traditional growlers that are uh, 64 ounce glass and insulated containers. Oh, Can- canning will probably come along later in the year. So now, with these uh, growlers and, and growlers, is unlike commercial beers, are these something that should be dr- drank relatively quickly? I mean, you don't want this like laying around. Well, with me, that's not going to happen. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> I mean, just as far as somebody gets it and like, I'm gonna, I want to get that next month. I mean, is it best to drink it like in a week or two? Or uh, I wouldn't even give it a week. I, the with the growlers, uh, I would say probably. Three or four days would be better. Uh, the growlers, uh, probably about the same. You want it the when you when we are filling these bottles, there is some O2 pickup, so it's yeah. here. The clock's ticking when we when we seal those things, so you really don't want to wait too long. You know, a couple days. Uh, I've seen them go as long as a week. Worth. You know, it depends on the beer. Also, very hoppy beers, you'll start seeing some degradation in the flavor after a few days. So it's better to drink them drink them soon. So, Bill, as far as, you know, the quickness of the beers, what beer do you think is the, the quickest or easiest to prepare, or it varies sometimes? Uh, the Blonde Ale is probably the easiest one we have to brew. Right. Uh, it ferments out pretty quick. It's pretty easy to handle. Uh, probably the most complicated is the New England's. They're, they, they have a lot of extra, extra steps you have to take to get both in the brewing process and afterwards in the dry hopping that you have to... Um, you know, extend out how much time you're going to allow for that beer to get done. So, and then if you do, if you're talking about a like a Russian Imperial Stout, we'll brew that and we won't taste it for a couple months at least after you know three months of barrel aging minimum, and uh, and then that's after fermentation. So that that could be anywhere from three to six months before that beer is actually you know sold or or consumed. 
So you, Bill, really have to watch it when it comes to, like you said, Russian Imperial Start, that it takes three to six months to brew, then you got to make sure that you have a constant su- supply. You know, you got to yeah. know, you got to at a certain time start brewing that. Yeah, scheduling is important. So, like I said, a lager is going to take an extended amount of time, too. So, we'll, you know, we'll start for Oktoberfest. We'll probably have that in the tank uh, probably around late July. Oh, okay. Somewhere around July. Oh, wow. So, yeah, all of these uh, beers uh, sound good. Now, as far as, like, ciders, is that something you do here, or do you you bring in a cider? We have a couple ciders uh, on tap. They're guest taps right now. Um, We probably will. Well, we're considering getting getting into cider sometime next year. Uh, But right now we're just focused on the beer, and we'll kind of evaluate that towards the end of this year and see where we're at. Okay, uh, so uh, you you mentioned uh, the the dark beers, the light beers, the medium beers, all these different types of beers. So for someone like you said that like me that's going up the chain, you you've got people that you know if you come here like I might one night say you know I'm, I'm looking each time to to get up you know get up to an IPA. You know there's people that could recommend you to take yep. the steps you need. Well, we have a a four sample flight, and our oh. all of our servers are sister own level one oh, trained great. servers so they they'll recommend they'll ask you what you drink now yeah. and if you don't drink any craft beer they'll recommend a certain uh progression of beers on the progression of samples in a flight uh some maybe ours some maybe our guest taps depending on what we have in and uh usually that's that's a good start for people to you know go towards get trying different kinds of beers that they might not try if they were just if they had to pick them off a board and Bill, we were talking about how the hops actually make the fruit flavors. But do you use a lot of actual fruit in any of these beers? Or uh, we do have uh, like a strawberry blonde that we oh. make that with actual strawberry puree. It's an aseptic oh. puree from Oregon Fruits. So we pour that right in. It's liquefied strawberries, and we let it sit for a few days, and then we and then it goes to and we keg it. Oh, so that one really doesn't take too much longer to ferment then. No, no. Typically, we'll put it in towards the end of fermentation, and then we'll um, uh, let it sit for just 72 to 48 hours, especially if it's liquefied to begin with, and then we treat it like a a regular beer after that. So now, do you have any, like, red ales here, or is that part part of it? We do have a red ale actually being brewed. Uh, Sanford Brewing is brewing all of our beer currently. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're brewing our recipes. We have a red ale coming in next, or probably about 10 days from now. Just in time for hopefully for uh, St. Patty's Day. Oh, that sounds great, uh, Bill. Okay, what we're going to do is we are going to take a quick break and we will be back and we'll talk about, you know, more about the tap room and the website and more about, you know, events you have and how people could enjoy the beer here. My guest today is Bill Downs, who is the uh, lead brewer as well as owner of Sun Creek Brewery. As we are here at Sun Creek Brewery, as we are featuring uh, craft beers of Central Florida, craft breweries and craft beers of Central Florida. And we're here at Sun Creek Brewery, uh, 790 West Mineola Avenue in beautiful uh, Claremont, uh, Florida, right next to Lake uh, Mineola. And you are listening to the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, here at, uh, again, uh, Sun uh, Creek uh, Brewery. And please stay with us for our very last segment of this edition of our program today. Well, welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, as today we are at Sun Creek Brewery, 790 West Mineola Avenue, next to uh, Lake Mineola in beautiful Claremont, 
Florida, as today we are featuring Sun Creek Brewery as one of the great uh, Central Florida breweries in uh you know, as we said, Central Florida. And uh, with me today is Bill Downs, who is the uh, lead brewer and owner of Sun Creek uh, Brewery. And uh, Bill, it's a pleasure on you could join me today. And this seems like a very nice location. It's very convenient. And like I said, you know, one of the big concerns is going to these craft breweries is, you know, you get hungry after drinking, you know, two or ten beers. <laughs> and what's great about this is you've got some, some uh, restaurants actually kind of merged into this this place then why if you don't mind can you tell us what you've got here sure there's uh first up is michael ali's cold fire pizza they have a uh, basically italian food uh wings also um they're they're of winter garden they, they come from winter garden uh they have a second restaurant here called macked out that's a little concept that's right in front here okay. uh custom macaroni and cheese uh you basically you pick your you pick your sauce you pick your type of macaroni and you pick your protein and they make they make it right there for you so kind of like Kraft Macaroni with a C. And uh, finally, it's Savory. They're uh, kind of more of a healthier uh, choice. They have yeah. uh, soups and sandwiches and nice salads. Uh, great Cuban sandwich I have there. So we, we all kind of feel someone's, you know, uh, someone, someone's going to want to uh, have a certain different kind of food here. So we can have uh, a family can come in and find things that they want for the kids and for the adults. And do you do anything with, like, beer pairings if somebody would come in and say, what, what food goes with this beer? What food yeah. goes with that well, beer? Well, we actually, some of our beer is actually in Mike, Michael Ali's uh, sauces and cheeses. Oh, it's so in we, there. Uh, so we do have some of that. We, don't, we are actually going to have some food and beer pairings coming up uh, probably in April. Uh, we're still working on that, but we're going to do something where it's a, a ticketed event where it's a, a, a probably a five- or six-course meal and... And uh, we'll be on hand to talk about the beers that go with the food, and, and their chef will be on hand to talk about the food. And now, uh, first of all, uh, Bill, do you have a certain uh, events or activities here? Or? Uh, yeah, we actually just started uh, in the new year. We started on Monday nights is our industry night. You get a discount for coming in. Oh. Uh, anybody just show your ID from a, a restaurant or hotel or, or Disney. We got a lot of Disney people in here. Uh, and on Tuesday night, we have trivia. Uh, and on Wednesday night is uh, we have bingo here. It's called Bar Tab Bingo. You come in, everybody puts a dollar in, and you win the entire thing. Uh, and then Thursday night we Thursday night we've been experimenting with a few different local uh, vendors coming in, kind of showing off their um, their services in the tap room. And Friday is Friday's usually too busy to have anything yeah, in here. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, we've been doing that. We do have an event coming up for St. Patty's Day. Uh, that is going to be a two day event right out here on on Mineola. So we're closing down the entire street and entertainment all day long. So as we mentioned, uh, Bill, you're right by Lake Minioli. So you have the uh, the outdoor area. I, I don't know. Is there, is there seat, seating outside over there north of the lake? Or you need to drink the beer kind of right outside Yeah, here? we do. We we have the tap room here, and then we have the patio. Oh. So it's a, it's a pretty large patio. Um, and we have uh, kind of people playing on the path here. There's a the east... Uh, coast-to-coast bike trail is eventually going to come right past the building here so 
and then you'll probably have to build a bike rack or something. Oh, we got the city put them out there for oh, us. They're already out there. Yeah. So, oh, that's uh, that's great there. Uh, so now, again, I have to ask because sometimes uh, craft breweries are pet friendly. Do you have like dog days or dog nights yet? Uh, the only thing is you're next to food, so I don't know if that's good. So that in the tap room, only service animals okay, are allowed. Right. Uh, but outside on the on the patio, well behaved and well behaved people and dogs are allowed. Yeah, out there, especially so. the people. Yeah. Yeah. So that, we we have quite a few people bring their pets down. Oh, great. Uh, so that that's uh, great. And so, do you have? Do you offer like like uh, birthday parties, or can you have special events in here? Especially, you already have the food, I guess. People. Yeah, we we've had a, a number of uh, private parties come in. We do we can section off part of the patio for people to to uh, have their event. You know, hold anywhere from thirty to fifty people. So we we can handle stuff stuff like that. Yes. Okay. So have you, did you mention that you had any, like, bands or music come in? Is that something yep. that you... you uh, Friday you, Friday through Sunday, we have live, live entertainment. Uh, Friday and Saturday, it's from 7 to 10. And from on Sunday, it's 1 to 4. Oh, wow. Uh, so, I mean, with some of these events, do you do, you do any, like, beer specials or anything like that? Or uh, For... Uh, for wing night on Wednesday, uh, in conjunction with Bingo, you can buy, I believe it's $21. You get 20 wings and two Sun Creek beers for $21. Oh, wow. There yeah, you so. go. Wow, that's uh, great. Uh, so um, is, did you, can you mention any beers that are, that are coming up? Or, I mean, how does it necessarily work? You like to get, get it in, like, the, you do, like, test batches of beer yeah. rather than a big one there yeah. at all. That's, that's so great. Yeah, we, uh, we, we have a, a, just a small pilot system that we do. It yields right. about two slims or maybe about 10 or 11 gallons of beer. Okay. Uh, we'll brew that twice in a row, and then we'll uh, mess with the second batch a little bit. And then we'll put it up here in the tap room and get people's opinion on it. And then we, we, of course, have our own opinion of it, and we'll make some changes. And probably about two or three batches into a new recipe, we'll, we'll say if that beer is going to make it and if it goes to the big system and, and appears in a tap room like in bulk. And one last thing before we go, I wanted to talk about these beer festivals. And I think I've, I've, I've seen Sun Creek at several of these beer festivals and how, you know, they vary in different prices. But, I mean, how does that kind of work? Are you kind of in, in, invited to these? Or yes. you've got, you, you, you're invited and they call and say, hey, Bill, we need, we need you to come out? Or? Yeah, that's pretty much exactly how it works. We, there's a... There's a nice uh, beer festival circuit now that happens. We you know yeah, the same yeah. festivals every year, uh, usually in the same uh, time frame, and we it's just that we get invited. Uh, we go there, we pour samples for free, and uh, we don't get any of the, any of the ticket prices for anybody that pays uh-huh. to go in there. We're there just promoting our businesses and our breweries and meeting new people and hopefully having them come back to the brewery to you know buy a beer from us at some point. Are you going to be at Sanford Pints and Paws or? I don't think we will. Oh, yeah, that's all yeah. right. <laughs> uh, we have um, we have the Central Florida Brewers Fest coming up uh, at Revolution Off Road. Oh, okay. Uh, we have the Top Brewer uh, competition yeah, coming up. Yeah. That's actually the same day, so we'll be in two places oh, in one wow. day. And uh, I think we have a few scheduled, but uh, going for the summer and then in the fall, there's usually a whole bunch as well. Oh. Great. I mean, do you feel frustrated sometimes that you have enough beer? I mean, do you usually run out run out of beer? I mean, you've been doing this long enough that you kind of probably know after five hours how much beer you're going to need, right? Yeah, yeah, we, we have it down. We, we take just enough, so we usually come home with empty kegs. That's the plan. And um, 
uh, it, it was, it's going to be a little easier now because now we can just pull kegs out of the cooler and take them to the fest instead of bring them on the small batch system, and they're all going in a day. So, Okay, Bill. And also I wanted to talk about your website. If people want more information, they could check that out, and that's got pretty much all that we just talked about. Yeah, so it has our current beer list on it. Uh, pretty short on merchandise right now. We just, we're just stocking up again for St. Patty's Day, so we'll have T-shirts, stickers, magnets uh hats are coming in too so it's uh, suncreepbrewery.com and one thing again before we go bill you know is that i always stress that we've got you know people listening from all over the world and we've got you know people that visit obviously disney and universal and one thing i always recommend is if you're in the area to come by now in claremont we'll just say it's a little further from orlando but not too bad and i i think it's worth the trip. So, if anybody's listening to this that uh, you know is looking for good uh, craft beer, is on vacation, they should take that that relaxed day, you know, that that chill day, and come here. Huh? We've we've had a number of people in from uh, who are on vacation from Disney and found us on the internet. They're also we're also on the uh, the L Trail, the Central Florida L Trail, and that's uh, I think we're like twenty two or twenty four breweries that you, you you visit every brewery you get a stamp and then you'll get a growler at the end or an, or another prize depending on the season okay uh, bill we really appreciate uh, your time and if anyone has any more more qu- questions the best way to solve that is to just come here but they could uh, contact you uh, through the website then yep sure or uh, facebook or instagram Oh, okay. Uh, any f- any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention before we go here? Well, I just really appreciate you coming in. I'm glad to do it. Oh, yeah. I really, really enjoy, enjoyed this, and it'd be fun to, to try some of those uh, beers. Okay. Uh, my guest has been Bill Downs, who is the lead brewer as well as owner of Sun Creek Brewing, as we are here at Sun Creek Brewing for another great edition of our look at uh, Central Florida Craft Breweries and here at Sun Creek Brewery, 790 West Mineola Avenue in beautiful Claremont, uh, Florida, right next to uh, Lake uh, Mineola. You are listening to the Mike Carroll Radio uh, Show, the Central Florida Buzz, and please catch us again next time. You've been listening to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know what's happening in Orange Lake, Osceola, and Seminole Counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and home brew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, and make wine by visiting www.cfhb.org. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you back here next week.